0: Coach Jeff Collins. Coach, if you'd like to come up with a Absolutely. statement,
1: before we have questions. Uh, so obviously, uh, got to give a lot of credit to Temple. Uh, we knew coming into the game uh, what a talented roster uh, that was, having developed that team uh, and recruited a lot of that team. Um, so we knew going into it how good they were. Um, really proud of how our guys battled and fought. Um, the game came down to red zone. Uh, We had three times. We were inside the 30, and we had three turnovers. Um, And then third down offense, we were two for 14. Uh, Whatever they were, they were better than seven of 16. Um, But the turnovers in the red zone um, were the name of the game, and you cannot do that versus a good of a roster that we just played. And uh, just really proud of the way the guys battled. Uh, Kenny Cooper went down. uh, Probably going to lose him for a while. so that that was a big thing, and we've already lost to Hazel. William Lay was in there uh, battling, and uh, uh, it was good to have Connor Hansen back out there guard, hadn't played all season, uh, battled back to get into the lineup with all of our injuries that we've had along the offensive line. Um, so really, really proud of him. JP was down. Obviously, everybody saw uh, Lucas Johnson was down, but uh, thought we moved the ball really well at times. Um, I thought we played really, really hard um, against one of the, I think is one of the best front sevens um, in all of college football. And uh, that offensive line is really, really good as well. So credit to them, Uh, credit to the Temple University players. Uh, Obviously um, tried to hide my emotions uh, as much as I could uh, throughout the last two weeks. Um, But, you know, seeing the guys that we were blessed to coach, uh the last two years and compete against them. I thought our guys went out there and battled and fought and uh you know obviously we came up short. Um, but we have a chance to continue to get better uh and keep continuing to fight to be a really, really good football team. So
0: How strange was this for you? What
1: right. thought would be like? Was it
0: bad or was it
1: Uh now that it's over now it's over now that it's over, um it was surreal. Um, you you know in this coaching profession um, I got into it to impact the lives of of young men and uh, when you do that and that's your focus and helping them get better in every single phase of their lives you develop deep meaningful lasting relationships and uh, obviously a lot of us on this coaching staff me uh, probably even more so um, have lifelong relationships uh, you know with those guys and just like over the last 10 months the relationships and the bonds that we formed with our players uh, right now that we're currently blessed to coach, they're going to be lifetime relationships. Or if it's not, then you're in coaching for the wrong reasons. That's why I'm in coaching is um, so that I can have an impact um, on young men's lives and help them to achieve really good things. Um, obviously, the loss hurts really, really bad. Um, you know, m- Multiplied by how personal um, it was. But at the end of the game, uh, you know, the, the amount of guys that came up and shared a little story about how we impacted their lives or how we made a difference, how they miss us, how they love us, um, and obviously that's reciprocal. Um, you know, those moments are special and, uh, you know, make you think that at least whatever you've done for the last two years of your life, the investment that you've made in somebody else's life is worth it. And we're doing that same thing here uh, with these amazing young men that we get to coach. And, uh, you know, we're very young, but the guys, the, the, the small set of seniors that we have and really even the small set of juniors that we have every day come to work. They have a great attitude. Uh, they buy into the culture that we talk about every single day. And, uh, you know, I think very soon you're going to see the fruits of uh, that labor. And obviously after two years of investing, you know that team that we just played. The residual effects of those relationships and those lessons um, have paid off for those guys. So the we'll keep getting better uh, here at Georgia Tech, and you'll start seeing those results um, even stronger moving forward.
0: Was there anyone from Temple
1: who surprised you today? Uh, I thought Benny Walls. Obviously, he had two picks. One, or he had a, a fumble re- recovery for a touchdown. Um, you know, after a. Anyway, I'm sorry. Uh, had a fumble recovery for a touchdown after an interesting play, but the play before, um, and then he had the pick in the red zone. You know that would have made it a two-two uh, two score game, and uh, ran it out to the to the 40. So I thought he played uh, he played really well. Um, the front seven, like I said, is an elite front seven uh, for Temple. That O line, I think it's got the three best interior players, uh, or one of the top ten best interior three, um, you know, in the country, and uh, two offensive linemen that are really good. So, uh, hats off to them; they played really well. But just our guys from start to finish went out there and battled. You know, we convert those those times that we're in the in, in the red zone. It's a different game, but our guys kept battling, and I'm really proud of them. T.O. on the one-inch line, the ball gets popped out. Um, again, that's a that's a different, uh, you know, possibly a different game. How do you feel
0: about the offense four games on now and progression you're seeing in the issues in the red zone?
1: Yeah. So the evolution of this offense um, from where it began day one, to where it is now, it is, it is light years better. Um, obviously, you need to score in the red zone so that you look at the scoreboard and you feel really good about it. Um, but going against that front seven and moving the ball um, and how we protected uh, better than I think anybody in the country would have imagined us protecting, especially with the hits that we've had along the front five. Um, so I think... We're going to continue to get better. I mean, this is a transformation unlike anything in Division One football uh, in a long, long time. And uh, our coaches are committed to making it work, and it's going to work. It's just an evolution. And every single week we get better and better and better. And uh, that team that's in there right now is going to be a really good football team. And uh, I'm just lucky I get to coach them every single day. You got to see you. Right.
0: You got to see James Graham for an extensive period, maybe for the first time this year.
1: What's your evaluation of him? Yeah, I mean, he's a very talented uh, thrower, very talented quarterback. And, you know, talking about injuries, he wasn't fully cleared to play until Wednesday. And, uh, you know, got in there, went out for a little bit, came back in. Uh, Tobias Oliver did some really nice things. And uh, so... I mean, they're they're both really good players, and hopefully we'll get Lucas back soon. But the evolution will keep happening. I mean, Tobias with JP going down was our uh, leading rusher, and obviously James was the leading passer. And uh, but they're doing there. There's things that are cause you to have really, really, really good hope on moving forward. Okay, Tim.
0: Defense. You know, you had the two scoring guys, But other than that. You know, I well.
1: Played really well, played really well. Um, and, he, and here's the thing too, so they went out uh, and based out of 12 personnel, um, obviously because they've got, you know, big front five, um, and then they've got two tight ends, one's uh, 6'4", 245, one's 6'5", 230, uh, 235. So really good players that they could move around. So that was a little unique. They hadn't majored in that as much as they did today. Uh, they did a lot of huddling and breaking from the huddle, which you know they have been a spread uh, operation. Um, so that was different. But I thought Coach Stacker and the defensive staff did a really nice job making adjustments. Um, but that was very unique based on what they had shown uh, the first three games or even uh, a lot of the games last year. So, um, you know, using the personnel, they've got two uh, of probably two of the best tight ends in that league. And uh, it's a really good team. Anything
0: else? When you saw the schedule, I don't know when it was, saw this game, what,
1: what's in your head and what has it been like the old months the and all the most of you know, Sure. You guys that have been around me for the last two years know that I'm, uh, I'm able to compartmentalize very well, um, so even though we've known this is on the horizon, we can't focus on it um, until after game three, and uh, so it's just, you know, um, I told the the people at the media last week, um, you know, that my daughter, when we were watching Temple play last Saturday, was running around singing the Temple fight song. Um, I hope she wasn't up there doing that today, you know, so... I mean, it's, there's irony in this, you know, and I get it. Um, but all we can do is focus on what we can do to get better, take the positives from that game, which there were a lot, and understand that is a really good football team and a really good roster that we just played. And we went toe-to-toe with them um, in week four of a transformation. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of things that we can be really proud of. Um, but just finishing in the red zone, we've got to do that. Converting third downs, we got to do that. But the competing, battling, playing together, playing hard. Um, If you don't have those things, you cannot get better. We have those things, and now we'll just continue to progress uh, and develop moving forward, and the guys are going to have a great attitude uh, in doing it.
0: How's the frustration level in terms of the players? I imagine there has to be some because you've been so close in these last two losses to really having two wins or two close games if you we
1: differently, you No, I mean, the guys understand that, you know, we're doing things, um, you know, that are hurting ourselves. Um, we have to learn from those things. We have to look inward because what happens at a lot of places is I'm not going to focus on me, I'm going to focus on these things that are going wrong. Well, that's not what you do to be an elite program. We have to focus on ourselves. I've got to look internally for myself. Our offense and defense staffs will look internally what we can do to help our players um, that's a very unique roster, um, how we can help them, put them in positions to have a lot of success. And individually, our players have to perfect a process so they can play well on Saturdays. What is the process tomorrow? We come in and we watch the film and we go out there and have Sunday practice. How are you going to take the lessons that we learned from today and apply them? Then we come back out in Tuesday's practice, and you guys have been out there. I mean, that's a process, and it's very physical, but we have to prepare ourselves every single day uh, to play well on Saturdays, and that's the complete and utter focus uh, in this program. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm good, Mike. I got, okay. I got time. Okay. Obviously, you um, didn't
0: get a chance to coach for if Davis, but you recruited him to Temple. Uh, how were sure.
1: you, today? What you do? He's a good player? I mean, if you, I mean, there's 14 guys in that 2 deep that we recruited. And they're really good players, you know. Um, I think our staff does a really, really nice job of evaluating talent. Length, speed, competitive nature, toughness. That's the things that we're looking for. And, you know, obviously we found it, we developed it. Uh, the mindset that we have in our organization is pervasive and you see it out there on the team that we just played. So that's a good football team that, is, that has got a lot of talent uh, the right mindset, um, you know, and then they, you know, we recruited really well and developed that talent, and that's what we're in process right now. We've got some really, really good football players on this roster. We're developing and finding the things that they can do at a high level, um, and then we're also recruiting really, really well and have a very good eye for exactly what we want um, in this organization from a competitive standpoint, from a length and speed standpoint, um, and we take a great deal of pride. Um, And how we recruit and how we develop uh, young men in our program.
0: Anything else? Do you feel like if you can find some sustained offensive success, that will take some of the pressure off and you'll maybe avoid some of the plays that are causing some of the turnovers that are effort, seem like extreme effort plays, maybe where someone's trying to stretch the ball out or do something a little too much, maybe?
1: So rephrase the question, Bud. Sorry, Kelly. Do you feel like if I went to Western Carolina, I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs)
0: That it will calm everything down and people will play better because they're relaxed. You feel like the offense maybe a, a little bit in terms of trying to do too much. Like, guys like I think
1: to everybody is just trying to play really, really well. Learn new schemes, learn new techniques. You know, I think we forget that we've been in a four-point stance for eleven years. There's nothing wrong with that, but that's we're doing something completely different. You know, Tobias Oliver's been, you know, more or less a running back for a while, and now he's being asked to do some different things, and there is a learning curve, but he is an unbelievable competitor and an unbelievable young man um, that I'm blessed to coach. He's one of the most competitive players that I've ever coached, and I know he wishes he could have maybe accelerated a little more toward the end zone, um, but... And when he gets that chance again, he's going to uh, make sure we possess the ball and get the touchdown. I mean, it was this close, you know, so I don't think it's a, a fact of trying to stress to overcompensate for something else. I think he's an unbelievable competitor, as are all our guys. And we just have to focus on everything that we can do individually to collectively uh, develop both sides of the ball. So that's what we're in the process of doing. So, so
0: anything else for Coach Connolly? Yes, Ken. So, Bias' second fumble,
1: the one in the run back, you seem to
0: have a question for one of the officials. There's a play that you saw that wasn't officially properly or yet. To or
1: did, you, did you ask about the play before? Is that what you're asking about, the play oh, before?
0: I, I just, like I just saw your reaction after the run back, but you had some
1: question. I think you're asking about the play before oh, that play.
0: I, I think I am
1: asking. So, I'm not going to answer that, but I think you're asking about the play before <laughs> that play. Um, <laughs> that I had questions about. I had some pointed pointed questions. Thank you, Coach. Thanks, Ken. We'll bring the players in. Thanks, Thanks, guys. Good to see you again, brother.
0: Good to see you.